soon as there we go. As soon as you're ready, Adam. We're only at hour nine. That's perfect. Okay. Let me know when you're. Uh, you guys are ready. I'll start playing the theme song. Good to go. Good to go. Why do they get the respect like that? <laughs> I hit the button. You're traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, dark territory. I know she's not deaf or dumb or retarded or anything. They deserve the respect. Ordering in Wonderland, the Twilight Zone Hello, citizens. Welcome to LAW The Toys and Review. Maybe said with a degree of insurance that not everything that meets the eye is as it appears. Case in point, the scene you're watching. This is not a hospital, not a morgue, not a mausoleum, not an undertaker's parlor of the future. What it is, is the belly of a spaceship. It is en route to another planetary system, an incredible distance from the Earth. This is the crux of our story, a flight into space. It is also the story of the things that might happen to human beings who take a step beyond, unable to anticipate everything that might await them out there. I remember things. It's more than just void, darkness, unconsciousness. The mind does work. There are images, patterns, things to recollect. It's not just the long, deep sleep that comes when the fear has left. The cold is felt, the slipping away of feeling is noted and then succumbed to. The mind functions. Time is distorted, jumbled, telescoped, accordion, but there is a sense of time, even so. And I remember things. I remember the way it began. I remember the way it was in the beginning. Commander Douglas Stansfield, astronaut. A man about to embark on one of history's longest journeys. 40 years out into endless space and hopefully back again. This is the beginning. The first step toward man's longest leap into the unknown. Science has solved the mechanical details and now it's up to one human being to breathe life into blueprints and computers. To prove once and for all that man can live half a lifetime in the total void of outer space. 40 years alone in the unknown. This is Earth. Ahead lies a planetary system. The vast region in between. Is the Twilight Zone. I forgot our format. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW The Twilight Zone Review, episode 171. I'm Phoenix West. I'm Brick Links. I'm Jason Carlin. No, man. Wilcox. Welcome to the show for the Long Morrow Twilight Zone episode 515, which means we're almost done. We don't have many more left. That is exciting because it ran for five years. We're at, we just hit our five year anniversary at some point, somewhere. Next, this month, I don't know when it is, but happy birthday to yeah. us. I remember it was in the summer, yeah. yeah. It was June of 2015 when I first started this, but we're almost done. I can't wait. I can't wait to venture into the, the dark, scary 80s seasons. Oh, God. Yeah, it's, it, it, I, when I pulled the, uh, the Blu-ray out, I was like, oh, yeah, that one's next. It's still in the wrapping. <laughs> but, uh. But yeah, you know, um, 
by the way, uh, that beginning is a lot longer than that. Like, I had to cut that down hard. I noticed. Just to get that entire intro in. But I, I, I wanted to get the, uh, you know, the guys thinking because he's laying there in like a cryogenic, like, glass box for because he's an astronaut or whatever like we'll get into that trust me but um yeah like i it, i thought it was really good writing and it that was rod he, rod might as well have said what he ever everything he said you know what i mean and i thought it was a really good just to get just the premise of this episode and the feel of it out of the way and what's going on and everything i thought it really worked with rod's intro because it was so fucking long no, yeah, I, I could tell you did some edits there, but you did a good job. I feel like I redeemed myself for when I fucked you over on one of those edits you did. <laughs> Adam <laughs> remembers that probably. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You were so proud of some edit you did, but I was so impatient of listening to. <laughs> uh, it was it was one of those days we had just audio problems, and we just like fuck it. I don't even give a shit. Just play the clip. You're um, you're impatient. As far as. <laughs> Adam, you don't get to laugh. You're way more impatient than I am. Yeah, it's true. It's absolutely <laughs> yeah. true. I, I have the patience of a fly on speed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then I played it. I remember what it was. It was it was the one it was before because it, it was a fourth season, so we were already what the fuck. No. It's fifth season. It was like three episodes ago. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was this that just happened two weeks ago. It was the oh, grandfather okay. clock one, I think. It feels like forever ago. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. I missed that one with you because yeah, I was the yes. grandfather clock episode just slowed down time for all of us. We're just like fucking grandfather clock. Fuck you. Season five can <laughs> suck a fucking dick, but this episode's right. good. I like this one. Adam, we've we've been doing this together for almost like six, six months now, dude. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, Adam's been on for. It feels like Adam's been on for years, but it's really only been what fifteen episodes. So, I have that effect on people, Phoenix. I don't it know feels like a nightmare, Adam. It feels like it's, a nightmare. It's it's worse. It gets worse. Trust me. So so this episode, right? Wow, yeah. just wow. Like, <laughs> okay, let's put a let's put a pin in this. I know you're just starting, but let's let's slow down here because I want. I'm curious because I know what you're gonna say. I wanna I wanna take a moment here before we get to what the fuck you're gonna say. Because you texted me and you had some issues. <laughs> and let me just say, I fucking love this episode. I love it. Anybody else? Frank, you go last, and then you do your whole spiel about your time travel issues. Adam, um, I, I I like this one a lot as well. I, I thought this this had um, it, it did a lot with very little, if that makes any sense. Like, there's only a, a small cast, you know, uh, a solid story. While while depressing but well executed. Mm. And I liked all of the people's performances in this show a lot. So that, that carried it for me as well. I, I did not, not enjoy any of it. I didn't predict it. Honestly, I, I don't think I've seen this episode before, so I didn't predict it. I kind of started to predict it towards the end, but I wasn't upset by its outcome either. Yeah. So, and, and also thank you, Rod Serling. You didn't explain what happened before we watched it. That's a big peeve of mine. Don't tell me what the show's about. Don't give me the twist when it starts. Let it unfold at its own pace. So, this, good on you. I agree. And Jansen, we'll get to you in one second. But I completely agree with everything Adam has said. Wherever you are on my screen. it's <laughs> It was set up properly. Rod, 
I feel like they know when they have good episodes and they write Rod's script to be like, here's general things you can say. You don't have to spoil the whole fucking thing like he does in some of the episodes that we've handled recently. <laughs> but I completely agree. Uh, Jansen, what did you think overall? And, and I guess to start off, because it's your first time on this show, mm-hmm. explain kind of where you are with it, like we did in the Tales of the Crypt. Explain where you are on Twilight Zone, how you're catching sure. up, um, and all that. Yeah, I mean, I've had... I've watched some Twilight Zone episodes um, in the past. I'm just now going back through everything you guys have watched on the side just to kind of get caught up before you guys wrap up this series. I want to be, you know, have as much knowledge as, as what you guys have had. So I've been watching starting from season one to catch all the way up. Um, and I've, I've enjoyed it so far. There's a, obviously a bunch of episodes that fall flat, but some really good stories that come out of it too. Really interesting ones. Um, this one I feel like was, was one of the good ones. Um, I think it was... A good story i think it was a simple story um i think it was i think it was a simple story that we all know it was very shakespearean romeo and juliet i have that in my um, notes yeah so i i thought that was good and bad um i kind of saw it coming for sure um as far as the ending um but overall i thought it was it was executed well and it was it was enjoyable to watch perfect yeah you liked it overall all three of us did <laughs> frank now's your time to shine Tell us why this episode sucked. (laughs) Fuck this episode. (laughs) Wow. No, guys, quiet. We had our time. Let's let's be fair to Frank. This is his time to uh, shit on on our episode. Okay. um, (laughs) Doesn't even apologize. This is the the laziest fucking written episode I've ever seen. it nothing the entire episode is and this this cheese ball with his fucking yeah i'm gonna you know i'm gonna i'm gonna pick you up tonight and we're fucking <laughs> like what the fuck dude he like dude he like I, i'm Quiet. like should i should i steal should i steal these lines from this man or good god y'all but my biggest fucking problem is Nothing with matter can go faster than the speed of light. And nine times the speed of light is a fucking joke. And 40 years... Relativity, the the theory of relativity and all that, right? Is if he would have done this mission for, for 20 years out, 20 years back, by the time he came back to go that fast and everything, if he really did the the earth would be gone <laughs> like <laughs> they, like this the sun would have swallowed it up and everything because the amount of century the millennia that would pass and that's what i have a big problem with they, like yeah so i know it's very nitpicky <laughs> but uh it re- oh and jupiter doesn't have mo- volcanoes on it true by the way both of those things you just mentioned are true let me translate to people who speak english um you have a problem with the the theory of relativity and yes. uh, and how time happens when you're outside of Earth, mm. and is, especially uh, you know your ref your reference frame of point. Like, no, I, I completely know. agree. Those so, they don't scientifically make any sense, and that is true as far as and we this know. In sixty four, like like the theory of relativity the is thirties, nineteen thirteen. You yeah. know, what I mean, like. Like this was a, like theory of relativity was fuck. I mean, you know, we had already sent probes to fucking. I, I think we had already launched like 
no maybe well but, but anyway we had the science down you know we had the mathematics and everything and everything that sterling wrote is bullshit you know yeah i completely bullshit. agree it sounds it sounds like they might have just gotten lazy with the technical side of things yeah. and if they oh, had yeah yeah like i'm saying it's very nitpicky as shit trust me sure. like yeah like i mean you know the biggest pet peeve is jupiter just doesn't have volcanoes on it it you know io does but not jupiter you know jupiter is a gas planet this this came out before we even landed on the moon so well yeah yeah but, no, but they knew stuff they all everything that frank is mentioning they knew already that is true okay Everything uh, I've looked into it as well. They they knew all this already. They knew Jupiter is a gas planet. It does not have a surface for volcanoes. It doesn't have any of that shit. Yeah, and and they and they point to nebula. <laughs> they just point to but, nebula hanging up on the. He's like, yeah, solar system. There's Earth, and he's he pointed to the same fucking spot on the wall. <laughs> yeah, I got a question. So, yeah. Not to discount what you're thinking, I, I agree with you. Uh, I would say if, if you know technicality aside, the plot I thought was good, but technicality side of it definitely could have fixed yeah. a lot of things. So my question is, during this time frame, right? This is the 1950s, 1964, I believe. 64. Okay. Yeah. What what's our access to that information? Is this a, a low budget company not able to get that kind of access, or should no. that be common knowledge? This is, this is CBS that knows this shit. Yeah, and plus every, everybody back then, yeah, and everybody back then, they had space fever, man. Like everybody was into this shit. You know what I mean? So, and this I mean, is why I say great. I 100% agree with everything Frank's saying. They knew this. It feels lazy, but I think, and and it feels like you guys, other guys, are on board. That's such a minor part of this episode. It is an emotional yeah. core episode about two characters in love. It very I even have in my notes what Jansen brought up. Romeo and Juliet. They're going for that in the space age. Too, yeah. That's it. That's all it is. In the, in the space stuff, yes, it's inaccurate, and I get that, and I, I get why Frank has a problem with it. it. But this episode isn't – it shouldn't be focused on that. It's a character study, and it's a love story. Mm. And that's why that's the part I really enjoy as this episode. I, I find it fascinating that part of it. And uh, I I have the uh, clip in the beginning when they first meet. When they first meet, dude, it's hysterical. Yeah, Should let's like, set up the episode. I was just first? Gonna, yeah. No, I'm sorry. no go, go ahead. You got Adam's right. I was gonna set it up real quick if you guys don't mind. So yeah. we so we have a frame of reference for that clip. Uh, you're you're setting up when they meet, right? That's the clip you're gonna play. Uh, yeah, I mean, because like, I, I mean, I have the things that I just brought up, you know, yeah. like those clips, but there's no reason to play them. Okay. You know? No, that's yeah. fine. If you want to play them, go right ahead. I'm just going to get there. Uh, no, our our main character, let me pull up his fucking name because I don't remember it. <laughs> um, played by Robert that. Lansing. His name is uh, Commander Douglas Stansfield. He goes into some guy's office and the guy doesn't have posters on the wall. He has wires hanging with transparent sheets like an overhead projector sheet with a light behind it a light wall and i was just sitting there staring at it for, i watched this episode twice and i was like what the fuck is he hat like it's bizarre but he has planets and stuff on him which it seems like a very weird way to do this and then he's like all right you're gonna go out here 40 years away it's 20 years there 20 years back you're gonna go see if there's an inhabitable planet in this galaxy you're going to go there, and you're going to come back, and you're going to see if we can survive there. And you let us know. 
It seems like a really long phone call, essentially. <laughs> and then Robert Lansing's character is like, all right, I guess I'll have to do that. And he's like, he seems like he's 45, this character, right? I'm, I don't know how the fuck he, this he guy looks, Yeah, he looks like late 30s, early 40s for sure. He is not late 30s, sir. Then again, it's the 60s. He could be. Who knows? <laughs> well, I mean, like, you mean the actor or... The actor. Or, uh, I mean, during this time, high the... school kids look like they were in their 30s. You know, yeah, but... 30s for heavy smokers. Yeah. Serling did not, you know, cast age. <laughs> he was... You're 27 or 37. I don't give a shit if you're 50. He was... Holy shit. He's a year older than I am. He looks like a fucking man. I do not. He looks <laughs> like a fucking man. I look like a man child. What the fuck is wrong with us now? But he <laughs> apparently is a year older than I was when he, time, when he filmed this. But he's supposed to go out there. He agrees to do it. And w- before he goes, he seems like he has no family and all that. That's why they kind of choose him. This is kind of the, the, the setup for idiocracy in a little bit. You know, yeah, way down the line. It's like the opposite of Interstellar. You know, yeah. You, know, you you have two you know two kids and a grandpa, but you need to go. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, leaving you. I know mom's dead. Say Bye. goodbye to your ungrateful <laughs> child who will learn to appreciate you down the line. Yeah, it's so exactly <laughs> why did that, why did they need to pick this? I hate that fucking movie. I don't care. I, don't I love what, that movie. You, you hate Interstellar. I yeah, love that movie. Oh, blow yourself! It, it, it's <laughs> a great movie. It's a great movie. Great fucking um, movie. Uh, but point is, Matt Damon. He, I he, hate Matt fucking Damon. Ugh. I don't disagree with that, but the, he goes and he agrees Matt to go out to space. And he he uh before he goes, he doesn't have any family. It seems like, and he meets a girl. He meets this this you know, it's the sixties. He meets girl. Who knows what the fuck her name is? It doesn't matter. And they fall in love. He didn't go have to go very far either. She's in the fucking hallway. He like, walks outside the guy's outside. office and is like, "Hey, a warm hole. How you doing?" That's as far as he went. It, it, it was, dude. It, there Girl. was so much cheese. There was so much cheese. I'm like, oh my god. He like, he walked out girls, and he goes, "We like pretty." Smells like vagina. And he like looked around like, oh, oh. like 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 Clinton I mean, must have looked for Monica Lewinsky. Fair, she's a looker. I mean, yeah, she's a looker because they put the Vaseline filter on her. Compared to him, where he has all Oh, yeah, I noticed that, too. That, that old school 60s filter they used to put on every female in every TV show. Like, give him that glow, you know? It's like, yeah. I want to see her freckles. She had freckles, and I love freckles. Hey, I don't care. I, I, I said the same thing to my girlfriend. Sorry, Jansen, what? No, I was going to say, then they swap back to his face, and half of him is covered in shadow. Yeah. <laughs> well, on her face, and his face, they have, like, a reflected light, like the sun. Like, oh, it's just a little bit of light. And hers are like, let's put a 20,000K, the sun on her face. <laughs> so we see no features. We could tell it's an outline of a human, but that's this really pitiful. about it. This bitch will have skin cancer by the time we're done. <laughs> yeah. That's why she died of cancer in the 90s. There's a that yeah that one shot killed the bitch and then he's like i love you did they talk about anything meaningful if you could play that clip i'd really appreciate it do it do it all right oh fuck me i'm sorry while you're looking real quick they have rod intro voice and then a scene and then rod talking again which is weird. That was a little odd. They don't do that very often, do they? Wasn't it weird? Um, I mean, they, 
they did a lot of season three. Remember, because okay. they had to put it up a lot, Phoenix, or or they'll play like it, they would play a lot of the episode be before his intro, and they still kind of do that. Season three but, was on the fringe, where they felt like they were trying to save their contract with CBS. Season five just seems lazy. So he talks in voiceover, and then you hear the character, and then you see Rod on camera, and you're like, "Sorry, why are you here?" No, you're good. Go ahead and play the clip if you have it. No, no, no. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. That's all I was saying. Is it's just bizarre that you would go to him twice, and once in voiceover. It doesn't help that it's like the worst camera angle of him too. All of them are. It's season five. He's not. He's on a different side. He's in two time zones away. Yeah, he's in, he's in fucking Ohio. He's somewhere. in Ohio. They're recording in L.A. on CBS Studio Lots in Burbank, and he's teaching something. Teaching in Antioch College, yeah, twenty five hundred miles away. So they literally will go. Here's your script, Rod. He turned into a half written script, and they go, "All right, air it." And you're like, "Oh, this is bad." I'm just saying this for Jansen's sake because he's he's new yeah. to season five. Yeah, season they're, four they're not fans of season five. Season four is. I get the 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 uh, the judgments for it. Season four is the only hour long episode. That's why it's not on Netflix. It's an hour long. The rest are twenty five minutes. Season five, Rod had already moved on, literally across the country, moved his family to Ohio, and was like, "You guys have fun with your show. I'm gonna take some time away because he wrote so many scripts in s- such a short time frame. Because they're doing thirty six to thirty nine episodes a year. He wanted mm-hmm. some time away. He moved away." And then he would still turn in scripts, but they were like neutered versions, like like 18 pages for 25 minutes, which is rough if you know television. But they wouldn't alter them because they were like scared to upset the man. So we're left with season five, which is these terrible scripts that seem really first drafty, as we've noticed throughout the last 15 episodes. You so, can tell how a great producer really matters. And Buck Houghton was the producer for... One through three, right? Was he there for season four? Yeah, four made him quit. Four made him, yeah. He was. I think he left at some point in four, but he was. Yeah, he he wasn't there for season five. There's no producer saying let's let's rewrite these rod scripts. They're good, but let's fix this 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 this. So you're left with neutered scripts with rushed production schedules because they're trying to do 39 again halfway through the year. So you're you're watching this and you're like, oh, this is bad. And then he's shooting his intros across the country. So the like, if you freeze frame through some of the early season five episodes, you'll see the characters unseen, and then the camera pans over, and you'll see this a fucking cameraman with a studio, like a two K, standing there holding it against Rod's face. You'll see the guy's face, yeah. and then it cuts over to Rod, and like they were so rushed, and it just feel everything feels so rushed and shitty. I mean, you can even see that with like the set de- set design and development. I mean, there's only what like maybe three yeah three sets in this entire episode yeah there's two rooms in a hallway it feels yeah. like they're getting the script three days before they shoot and they're like all right what the fuck do we got like running around like madmen. that hallway looks good let's figure it out yeah, yeah. This, this bitch been frozen for 40 fucking years and she she wakes up and she's boom and the only reason i ignore the science that, yeah. the, the science that you mentioned frank is because it's season five i think if this were early season one through three they had more time rod was more involved he had his brother to talk to. Yeah, he had yeah. other people to bring in. He they had that group. I forget what it's called, where they would bring in and do the science on it and go, "Yeah, hey, this is what would really happen." But by season five, they were just fucking rushing. 
Yeah. So this is why we're left with this. That's why it doesn't bother me as much, only because I know this shit. So it doesn't bother me as much as season five. I just I just watch it and I go, okay, ignore that. Yeah, season I mean, three I, I, it would I'm bother sorry. me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, because they had the time. Yeah. You know, or, and they were trying. They were seriously trying anyway. Yeah. But you know, season five is like, you know, we, we this is like uh, Marvel and DC is now where they're just going off of what the name, I guess, and whatever yeah. the fuck they're doing. Because, uh, hey, you know, it, it's, it's become its own entity now. It's not. If we build it, they will come. Exactly. And that's all, you know, like new movies are anyway. Yeah. Yep. Star Wars. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Twilight Zone. But you have the clip of her, her meeting him for the first yeah, time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is them. In it. If not, we'll yeah. talk about it, whatever. Yep. I don't believe we've met. Are you permanently stationed here? I'm with the space agency. And you're? Stansfield, Commander USM. Good job, Frank. Oh. Orange. You're the one. <laughs> I don't know whether I should thank you for that or report your friends aboard nature. Me women pretty. I wanted to meet you. Well, and I've always wanted to meet you, too. Now, that's true. I have a ESP, and I, uh, a long time ago, I woke up early one morning, and some inner voice told me with some intensity that I would meet a girl the stricken look who drop papers in corridors. I like your mouth. <laughs> Did your ESP tell you the name? Uh, Picture blaring light in this woman. Oh. Is she fucking him? Subtle astronaut. Not like this. In an honor meeting. <laughs> Not like this. Matrix. And Jake. Bitch. Oh my god. I don't suppose that uh, the space agency could do without your services for a couple of hours. This is the chasing shit I've ever seen. (laughs) Yes. Despite the fact that I am invaluable and that the whole space program rests on me alone, I think a two or three hour period could be carved out. I'm in the book, Commander. Please phone. No, I won't call. I'll pick you up. I'll be there at eight. <laughs> I'll leave a dirt maybe from the station. At eight o'clock. Astronaut. <laughs> oh my God. Arrivederci. <laughs> oh my God. Arrivederci. Oh God. Oh, I'm gonna throw up. You are thirty-one years old, man. <laughs> you are thirty-one years old. That, that, that was my initial reaction to that. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I could tell that was really getting to you. The filter looked about like this. No. Uh, yeah. Say, um, say, arrivederci. Arrivederci. Yep, yep. You're beautiful. Arrivederci. You're uh, beautiful with that filter on. I would definitely play drunk and hide the pick with, with, with you, sir. Oh, yeah, I liked her a lot. I, I, just, I was just mad that I couldn't see some more of the freckles. I want to see like her facial details, but yeah, those filters. They, I guess it was old old school TV that a lot of details didn't get revealed. Filter all the women, make sure there's no blemishes or pores or anything. I don't know. They had so, left so, over from the from the uh, soap opera they just filmed on the. Set next 
It's almost like they filmed this shit in Hollywood or something, man. Well, they, they could have pulled like the last season of Star Trek, where like whatever whatever show just wrapped, they would just like hurry up and go on there and write the episode around oh. whatever bullshit was there. We got Western Nazis. Week. We got Nazis. Yeah, Nazis. Nazis <laughs> one week. Western the next week. Yeah. Uh, uh, giant gangster cat. movie the next week. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We're, that's also CBS, where they just fucking threw. Oh. CBS is that notorious. Was so fucking annoying, dude. Oh. If you if you go in the CBS lot, they have one lot in the background, same as Fox, where it's just an outside New York City set, which is on Fox. That's where they shot um, Bruce Almighty, like that outside. You know his his apartment. That's what this uh, looks like in the on the Fox back lot. CBS yeah. is very similar. They have that one set that they had on a. Uh, uh, one for the angels, some you know that that stoop, and that's it. And it looks like New York City. That's all they have there. Everything else, they have studio lots, and they go, "What the fuck else did you film? Pull it in here inside." And that's literally what they did. They used the Back to the Future lot for like five, six different episodes. Yep. Yeah, no. and Universal was more than fucking happy to rent that out to anybody who would show up. Yep. And CBS is like, every week we'll be there. <laughs> every Universal. week. Oh. Yeah. yeah, it was funny. It, it, it was the fucking pilot of this entire episode was Universal's lot. Yeah, they used it a bunch. And I don't blame them. It looks good when you're there. I mean, you get rid of that fucking... Nowadays, I can't imagine. Like, get rid of the fucking fat Midwesterners off the fucking tour bus and then get them to shut up so we can film a scene. I can't imagine what it was like back then where there's no tour bus or Universal Studios. But, yeah, it just... It feels... It's a very minimal... The minimal sets, there's the guy's office, they go outside in the hallway, and they have like kind of a futuristic set where it's all silver, but it looks, it, 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 it's minimal, and it gets the job done. There's yeah. not a lot involving, but you get the idea. It's not really about the details in this episode, it's about the right. grander picture. Right, it wants to make you focus on the characters more. So exactly. Yeah. And Frank, I've been saying since we started doing shows four years ago or so, um, I, I appreciate the episodes that are narrow focus on the characters. And that's all I really look for. Everything else, like the science and stuff, can be wrong. And uh, if I watch a yeah, movie that's um, dependent I on that, it bothers me. Oh, sorry, what? Yeah, it, it, like I was saying, it doesn't. It has no bearing on the episode whatsoever. Yeah. It. It, it, it was just, not, you know. It's wrong. Like, the, ep- the, yeah. the science is wrong. Like, we can't deny that. It's just. It's. It's about yeah. the characters and how he meets her. They clearly both are like, holy shit, this person changes my entire life outlook. And which is kind of a sweet moment, honestly. I'm not very tender as a person, but I appreciate this it when I watch stuff. Yeah, this was one of those, you know, those, um, well, yeah, exactly. The, 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 those are, this was one of those uh, sentimental, that's it. Yeah. Sentimental and, episodes that, and that are. He's going to go out and he'll be 40 years older when he comes back. And she's like. Yeah, and, and fuck her, man. And she's like, oh, man, I can't even get it up anymore. She's like, I'll be, well, he will be the same age, the, as far as she knows. He's going to be the same age. He's going to freeze himself there, freeze himself back. He'll be two days older when he gets back. She'll and be 40 years older. Be, She'll have a dry hole. And what's he going to do? He's going to be all <laughs> young. He, he was reserved to never see her again, so that's why he took himself out of cryo and made himself that old. So he, exactly. when he got back. He didn't have to worry about still being in love with her. And I still but, have issues with that science because why the fuck do they have enough food for 80 years or 40 years? Take, and how you, does one in cryo <laughs> take themselves out of cryo? 
He must have. He's a computer guy. Really go into detail on that. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. I'm glad that you said that because I was thinking that too. And I'm like, am I overthinking this? Nah, it'll be fine. Go but with it. The episode does enough. Just, I'm like, that's impossible. It There's no way. And that's what I want to say. This episode is so amazing is because it makes me ignore all those little demons in the back of my mind going, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense. But I ignored all that. And I'm like, Oh, this is like really sweet. Even though it has this horrendous ending where with severe miscommunication communication, where they do not talk to each other. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. it's communication. They needed to talk. And that would, one conversation would have solved this entire episode, but they did not do that. But this was, the, well, remember they set that up that there were, there was problems with the communication. Plot no, armor, before know. he left. Yeah, that, that movie with Mel Gibson in it, Forever Young. Oh, yeah. That oh, movie, yeah. That was this episode. but No, I don't know if I go that far, but it, it, it mean, kind of is. You're right. It kind of is, but yeah, it's not that bad, that, though. It's that pretty much exactly that is, sir, to, except he didn't go to space. He was a test pilot. <laughs> that whole miscommunication thing definitely plays into the, uh, the Romeo and Juliet thing, though. Yeah, like, yeah. The, so, but when we get to that part, like I have a total problem with that entire ending. <laughs> I, and and those are there are problems with this episode, and I do not deny that. I'm just saying, when I watch this, I ignore all that, which is rare sure. for me. I that, did too. And that I didn't, means I didn't even think about the the whole, um, you know, the space travel and theory of relativity and all that shit until yeah. Frank brought it up. So I was I was thinking about it when I'm watching it. I'm going, Frank is gonna have such a fucking issue with this, but I, <laughs> but also. <laughs> Yeah, I now I know that about Frank. I won't make that mistake again. No, Frank's got to be covered when it comes to logistics. I, I have like a Frank filter back here that just goes. <laughs> Frank is gonna have an issue, but I was like, I like this. I don't. I don't like make his opinions way on mine. There's... Yeah, <laughs> Frank filters talking incoherently in the back of my head. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but I like I. I'm not like a romantic guy, but I I cry at like every single movie I watch pretty much for the most part. If I'm being honest, like a little teared up a little bit. So when I watch this, unless you're I, jerking off Schindler's List, I was just gonna say, but you jerk off Schindler's List. That was as a teenager. This is now as an adult who uh, slightly wait, masturbates wait, to Holocaust crimes. There is, <laughs> but like, but like every Mission Impossible movie, you, you're bawling like a, like a little girl, right? No, I, I'll watch. I, you're not far Fast off. Fast and Furious. I, if I'm completely you're... honest, you're not far off. Really, anything that has like a sacrifice or something, I'm like, uh, like I do get choked up when I watch this, and I'm like, this guy just gave up so much without communication, and that's where the big tragedy is for the episode is they don't communicate their plans for the next forty years. And I'm like, Honestly, you guys are dumb. Just like, hey, what are you going to be up to? Like, that would have solved everything. Yeah. Look, look, this guy just wanted to get some bone before he was about to, to bounce for that's, four years. That's the thing. Like, I don't think he thought he was going to fall for it. He probably thought, I'm going to be in deep sleep for 40 years. I'm going to get some tail before I take off. But okay. it, it never comes across as that's what he's trying to do, ever. Yeah. One, because it's 1964. Two, it's primetime TV. But in the back of your mind, you're thinking, oh, I see what you're trying to do here. Literally the first woman you walk it up to. Like I'm I'm really sure Serling or wrote this exactly with that in mind. You know? Yeah, he's probably awkward with relationships. I'm getting the, that impression. Yeah. Serling an awkward period. <laughs> yeah, he's an awkward fellow. You're an awkward fellow. Well, awkward, but he also had children and a wife. 
and a house and all that by then. So he he was writing a character that was like him without the confidence. It's because he's rich. He had that before that. Like as he was building up, kind of like Wes Craven, where he had kids and then then moved out into L.A. and got a career. Yeah. He moved the whole family from yeah. Chat- Chattanooga all the way across country. He uh, like like uh the the well the one episode we with William Shatner. That that was literally like nightmare? Uh, something. Like- yeah, nightmare. What? No, no, the other- oh, nick <laughs> yeah, of time, right. nick of time. <laughs> yeah, nick of time. See, Jansen, yeah. you gotta watch these episodes and then memorize the titles. It'll help you yeah, out yeah. a lot with us. Don't try it, Jansen. I've tried. It's painful. It doesn't. It won't end well for you. I, I can't even remember names. I can't see how that's going to add anything positive. They, they refer to him by name, and I'm like, which one's that again? And then they have to describe the twist, so that I know it. Nick of Times, the one where they about. sit down and they talk to the, the 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 devil thing, and they pull yeah. William Shatner. Yep. William Shatner's yeah, in I two episodes. See, now I know it. Now that you said that, I, I, I can picture that. That's why I say, if you're going to watch it for the first time, like Jansen is, yeah. try to memorize the titles. I'm giving him a little heads up there. Just try. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to memorize the titles so that I could really get into this last what twenty episodes that you guys have left. Of this. Oh, oh no. we're also doing eighties and then nine two thousands. Memorize all of those, Jensen. Oh. No fucking pressure. Go. <laughs> cool. You know, and and you gotta Frank. catch up with Peels because Peels season two is about fucking be released sometime real soon right? great point frank i didn't think about that two right now or are you well, waiting on that one oh yeah me... we're doing right the... yeah yeah right. if you don't right. mind frank let me step in I'm sorry. frank's got no frank's got a great point why the fuck i cannot point to the right direction because it's backward for me frank down there has a has a correct point if you're watching the video um he, i didn't even think about peel but so jansen because you're not a twilight zone snob like like frank and i are we got our, our 60s Twilight Zone, which is the Rod Serling series, which is five five seasons. That's mm-hmm. it. 156 episodes. That's it. Of which I'm only going to watch four seasons. Yes, but season four, I'll, I'll give you three episodes on something. You can watch them, and then that's you're yeah. caught up. The other ones, we have our 80s episodes, which I know nothing about. So mm-hmm. after this initial Rod Serling run, I'm in. The, we'll all be on the same page, all of us, all four of us. We have I no idea what they are. I know that they were very bad. Yeah, very and then we have our 2001-2002 series with uh, uh, Forrest Whitaker, which I know nothing about as well. I watched some episodes when they aired, but no memory. And then, we, you know, obviously we have the Twilight Zone movie and stuff and, and all that sort of stuff, but we're not going to get into that. But then the fourth iteration is the Jordan Peele 2019 version, which is only 10 episodes. You can watch that for free if you have Amazon Prime. Just go ahead and watch ten episodes. It's really quick. Prime right now? I don't give a shit. We're not getting paid by Amazon Prime, but yes, they are on there. But go ahead and watch them. Ten episodes, and then we're gonna uh, starting. Adam, you and I start talking about this when they're airing. Is it June twenty sixth? I want to say. I think you said that, unless it got delayed, like everything else did. That was the delayed release date though they were originally right. april right. now, now they're I june now yeah i can look okay. it up right now but i think it's, it's june, june sounds familiar yeah so eventually we're gonna start doing like jordan peele episodes and one of the classic ones or you know depending on where we are in the series gotcha so jordan peele plus it, it, whatever it'd be fun to review some episodes with you guys that you haven't seen because i agree sometimes i feel like i don't have them all you know i, I never saw them. yeah yeah like this past episode i've never seen yeah, this is one of my favorite episodes of the entire series. So much so 
that I, my first note is I wrote a poem story. You know, I mean, you guys have bought my books, the, the two on the right there or left, mm-hmm. wherever you are. I, I write poetry books. One of my poetry, uh, one of my poems chapters is about this episode. And I, I kind of knew that watching it, but I was watching it going, oh, this is very similar. Can you <laughs> like, please read the poem now? No, it's, it's, yeah, do it. it's 10, it's, it's long. But I also have started a podcast where I, I wrote scripts and I'm I'm reading it out and writing it, and it's basically this episode. A guy goes into space, long version, you know, long trip out, long trip back, and it's very long. And I'm like, <laughs> this is very similar. <laughs> like, that's more the night, t- Phoenix West. It's very long. <laughs> yeah. So I'm watching this going, oh shit! <laughs> like I didn't just borrow from this a little bit. Like I almost need to ask cbs at this point <laughs> like, like I, I pretty much ripped this entire script off yeah it's 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 uh it's close it wasn't script ripped off i'm gonna get a cease and desist order if i put out that so, you know that sort of thing but so i really like this episode i guess is what i'm saying i really really like this episode it's one of my favorite ones i'm just i'm, I'm yeah okay Fair enough. that's where i'm at with it reach his own really um, it's fine. It's fine that you're wrong. That's great. Yeah, yeah have fun with that. Uh, but season two debuts on yeah 25th, June 25th, and it looks like all ten episodes just show up on June 25th. So we'll review them one week at a time. Sweet. If well, if there's ten episodes, it'll take us he five better weeks. Better have been trolling us, dude. I swear to God. What? He, I really, really, I really hope he's been. He was trolling us, dude. I really do. Well, seeing his tweets lately, and uh, Adam, you can attest to this, with the Colorado Space review we did, we also noticed some things that Jordan Peele said. You want to go into that? (coughs) No? Is it? You didn't notice? Does it have anything to do with what's going on right now? Um, I mean, it does, but... You know, perfectly. I don't want to hear about it. It's I don't care. peripheral. No, it's it's. Yeah, um, we'll skip it. What's the guy? I can't think of the guy's fucking name for some reason right now. The guy that wrote Color Out of Space. Oh, that's uh, um, God, why, why, uh, old man brain fart. Old uh, racist guy. What the fuck is his name? Yeah, old racist guy. Um, H.P. Lovecraft. H.P. Lovecraft. Jordan yeah. Peele's trying to make something that like sheds a light on H.P. Lovecraft's racism. So that makes me go, okay, the new Twilight Zone series is prop season is not not going to be any better. We're probably just stuck with more of the same. It's going to be hot point bullet point of the week. So I haven't watched a single episode of the new Twilight Zone. I was interested. But have you been on Twitter in the last two years? <laughs> yes. You you watched season one of the Twilight Zone then? Yeah. Okay. It's just, that's, I kind of thought I was like, is this gonna yeah, be a hot hot button Twitter issue of the week? And well, that, that's, that's the kind of stuff that I hate. That's what I was going to ask is like, because the same thing's happening with like, um, like Black Mirror. Like, it's the same type of. Well, that's different, though. That's totally different, though. I mean, Black Mirror, I wouldn't say. Black Mirror is kind of cool, though. Well, Black Mirror is <laughs> cautionary. I, I, I don't hate it. I just, yeah, I, I, those episodes make me extremely uncomfortable with my environment. Because it is your environment. That's why I hate it. I have enough things to be afraid about and angry about. I don't want more of it in my life. 
too bad. You're going to have to figure it out. So, you Fuck know, you. I make my own we'll decisions. <laughs> well, well, please don't, because these are the decision that this is this is the path. No, I, 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 uh, I have a very strong animosity to shows and art and books and things that preach at me and, and force me to take sides. I I grew up in a time where you could do politics in entertainment I mean, and not I mean, hear that, though. I'm sorry. It, I mean, kind, it kind of is. It kind of is. It, it lost me. I didn't. Continue. No, no, no. I, I didn't I'm, continue the show. I, I, I would say it. it I, <laughs> I would say it from both angles. I mean, just, just like the one of the latest Black Mirrors, uh, the, the, uh, the one where he, uh, the British guy, right? I don't know if you've seen that one or not. No, I, I stopped watching. I watched about three or four of them. Hold on, let me guess. I don't, I don't like them. Okay, what, hold on, Frank. Was it super technology-based and depressing? No. What? I disagree. That's why I stopped watching it, because it's very techno- – it's it's technophobia. The one that I was talking about isn't. Okay. All the so, ones that I saw were. So. Hold on. Th- there's one of two episodes that aren't like that? No, there's a couple like that. Yeah, one so, of two. Uh, it's, it's, uh-huh. just, it's just a mere <laughs> ver- version of the shitty side of people, which I see enough of as it is. I don't want to regurgitate more of it, you know? I, well, I'm i kind of in the middle of you guys. I, Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Frank, but I, I know what you're going to yeah. say. it's. I, I'm kind of in the middle of you guys, though, where I'm not quite like Adam. I, I don't quite go, fuck that show. But I also am not like Frank, where I'm not like, that show's great. I'm kind of in the middle where I'm like, I get where this is going, and I just don't care. Fair enough. Just don't care. And, then, and that's totally cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm but, in the same boat. Medium. Yeah. I, it's I not a bad show by any means. I, I just like it because, you know, it's literally within. It, it's kind of cool to see what we're going to have to. I don't agree with that. Years. That's what I say. I know what you're going to say because you brought it up many times. I don't agree we're going to have to deal with this shit in our lifetimes. Yes, we will. No, yeah, we will not. That, that's that's part of the problem too. Is I, I'm more of a, I, my preferences, Frank, are just escapism in general. And yeah, see, I watch a show like The Expanse, and I'm wrapped up in other people's problems. Mm. Uh, something that takes place in the future, maybe our future, maybe not, but they've got their own problems. It's just completely universe is completely different from what we have right now. That's what I want in entertainment at this particular point in my life. And or or there's I not watch, enough of it. Yeah. Or I watch Star Trek Picard and I go, "Oh, you're raping everything that I like about Star Trek. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? You have no idea what you guys are doing." Yeah, do you? remember Star Trek? Well, <laughs> fuck all that. This ain't your dad, Star Trek. Remember Whoa. your dad? Well, let me bend him over the bed. Yeah. That's what it is. No, the cool thing about but is yeah, it's not Adam, on, let him it's go. Not, it's not on the head like. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not that much nail on the head. Where it's, I agree. The story is really cool. I think Adam let's is. Let, a... Let's let the actors design the show because they totally know what Star Trek is all about because they were on the set and reading lines that somebody else wrote. <laughs> to, okay. to summarize real quick, if I can, I think Adam is oversimplifying Black Mirror, which really? I find amusing, but also he's oversimplifying Wait, it. Like, I, I'm Frank, like, what, are you even talking about Black Mirror now, or what are you talking about? I was. I, no, we, we, we went. To I'm Picard summarizing so we can actually move on to the Twilight episode. I think Frank is over glamorizing the show, so I think somewhere in the middle is where you should be. What? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, so that's Call all I'm saying. Anyway, let's move on to the Twilight Zone episode that we actually watched. What that's happened in the end? Let's get to that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can see Jansen just standing, like pacing, and I'm like. 
<laughs> my feet are starting to hurt. I'm contemplating sitting down. Um, but this episode, um, I really do enjoy this episode. Uh, really, there's not a whole lot to talk about. She, uh, she has one more conversation with him before he leaves, right? Where and that's that's the only time you know that they have become in love. Yeah, and it seems like they they met in that clip you played. He has another conversation with someone else, and then they talk again. He kind of embraces her, and that's really about it. And uh, she's like, "I'll be this old. Maybe I maybe I won't do that. I'll go freeze myself." And she kind of hints at it, and he doesn't go. Let's come up with a plan, bitch. What are we gonna do? <laughs> like, there's no communication at all. He just goes. He ignores whatever she says. She ignores whatever he says. And they go their separate fucking ways for 40 years. And that's where the episode really breaks down into the the depression and the sadness of the outcome. Yeah. The, the, the astronaut was extremely irresponsible. For a guy that was gung-ho for space exploration and furthering mankind and sacrificing himself for the greater good, kind of really dicked her over by generating a, a relationship out of thin air literally seconds after he walks out of the planning room, which by the way, I didn't, I didn't mention earlier, but the way they had those star charts hanging up in the room, all I could think of was Tom green going, daddy, would you like some sausage? Daddy, would you like some? Cause they're all strung up together. Pulling them. And if there was somebody behind it, it, cause you could kind of see him moving a little bit. Like there was like some wind going in the room and he's got a box all, like, on the, the same string. Yeah. I have so many notes about the specifics like he's been an astronaut for eleven years, and he looked like he was fifty-five. I'm like, eh. But apparently, finding out he's he's a he's a, a late little bloomer. bit older than me is a little disturbing. But so he's going. Actually, in, he, uh, I'm sorry. No good. Thanks, but the average age of that of an astronaut is like thirty-six, which apparently is what he's at. But he doesn't look like it at all. He looks like he's fifty-three. But he's. He's been an astronaut for 11 years. He's going 141 light years away from Earth. That's his. That's his goal. Which, which, in in, like that's about almost the the entire span of the Milky Way. <laughs> which means he's going three times over three times the speed of light. Right. 141. No, no 20. No, so 20 over nine oh, times. Six nine times. times yeah, he's going way mm-hmm. more because I was doing front and back, but he's just going 20 years there. Which so, is impossible. <laughs> yeah. So I get what your issues are with the science. So we already talked about that, though. But um, <laughs> I don't know where to begin. There are theoretical ways to do it, but we're, no. <laughs> part of what I like about the episode is. The, a, the miscommunication, which without that miscommunication, there is no episode. There's no reveal. <laughs> because in the end, it ends up being... they they. There's two things I want to say, and they're both separate. So how do I do this? So let's just say what happens. He goes out 40, He goes out 20 years, comes back 20 years. He, co- he shows up back at, at the station and back in the, the, the space sci-fi hallway yeah. as an 80-year-old. The one NASA hallway they have. Yes. Shows up as an 80-year-old. She's 22, 23, whatever the fuck she is. And they had a miscommunication. They should have had a slight conversation about this, what they should have done. But the the trick, on what can I say on the other side of this, is in reality is he waited six months, unplugged himself from, 
from the you know stasis somehow, somehow. and <laughs> then somehow survived 40 years inside the space shuttle on food that isn't there because they maybe had a wet on... dream and woke up <laughs> maybe well, well maybe the i guess it'd be what 19 years to the place where they went he was able to stock up on some supplies. Maybe I was they... gonna say, I'm sure you can fit 40 years worth of space food inside of uh, the capsule that he's in. Yeah, and yeah. the and the wrappers and the the debris and the <laughs> shit. No fucking power bars. He just lived on power this bars. This thing wouldn't even have time. a toilet. He's supposed to be frozen the entire time. No, it's like like they so, <laughs> but... so they freeze you and then they blast you off into space. I don't think that glass box would would uh, no would would handle all that rumbling and. 20 g's <laughs> it's the same uh glass box from a uh, rip frame winkle caper but you know, um, <laughs> yeah the exact same one but yeah, yeah. The, i guess what my point is is he gets back they they do a thing where they trick you because it shows 1988 july or, or april 19th 1988 on the screen and you're thinking he's on his way back because it's the 60s it's the math doesn't add up at all you think he's on his way back, though. But in reality, his the the current year that we're seeing our old character, meaning the young character, in the very end is like 2027 20, or something. So that's how they trick you into thinking he's on his way back, but really he just left, and you're seeing before he unplugged himself. Go back and rewatch it if you're confused. I had to go back to the beginning and go, wait, what? Where, what are the years here? It's 1988 is like just after they left. This this isn't set in the 60s. It's set in the 80s to 2022, 2027 or something. So he Phoenix left. He just got the chalkboard right next. He's like writing it. <laughs> I got know, the FBI the profile, the string, and the pictures. Fucking <laughs> slide rule out. Yeah. That overlay of all the numbers coming across. <laughs> yeah. So it looks like. But he left in 1988. Is when this is starting. But you think it's the 60s because that's just where your mind goes. So that's the, that's how they get you in a little bit of this. That's why you're not really thinking about. Because I was like, how does this make sense? Because I knew the ending. So even I was fooled. <laughs> but By the way, probably some of the best old man makeup I've ever seen. Not that they had to go real far. But... Old man makeup, not bad. One of my notes. Yeah. Talking about it, he looks like freaking Frankenstein, dude. Go back and watch. Dude, comparatively, this is good. Dude. But they, you know, they. Oh boy. Yeah, that. <laughs> that was Phoenix right there. It, no, but it makes sense. It, if you go back and watch it with the timeline in, in place, you'll get it. You get what I'm saying. I'm not even going that deep. Just saying you think they'll leave in the 60s, but really it's set 20 years later than it really is. That's all. What it is. the fuck was that? What was What was that? It's someone doing what? math confused okay. in their yeah, head. It's That's all just it is. It's a meme. Yeah, it's a meme. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's. <laughs> <laughs> it was just for a gag. Yeah. Like there's no way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like I know that you were a mathematician. <laughs> Fuck. I think the ending could have been better when he shows up because they have some uh, some random guy from forty years in the future come out and go, All right, Mr. Whatever your fucking name is, here's what happened. She knew you would wait forty years and be frozen, so she froze herself. So by the time you actually see the young lady come out to the old man, who's our main character, it's already spoiled. And I'm like, they wasted a, a reveal there. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, definitely a waste. She she should she should have been a lot madder. They were both. That's that's not even the worst part though. The worst the worst part is after that when he he denies her. Yeah, he says, he says, I don't blame no, him. We can't. No, I do blame him. What what old man wouldn't want some young hot twenty seven year old woman he's, with freckles? He's so <laughs> old though. At that point, he can't do shit for her. What's he gonna yeah, have a heart attack on a vagina? What's he gonna do to her? And so he's like, he's like, go find he's someone. Like, I I just grew old as fuck to because I would never see you again. Get out of my face. Exactly. <laughs> he he had the sacrifice side. She did not. She just froze herself for forty years. She doesn't remember yeah. a dick from that. He yeah. had to live an entire lifetime on nothing. He made yeah. the sacrifice. She he shows up and is like, I'm forty, and he's like, Oh, great, bitch. Great. Have fun with that life. I'm glad to, I'm glad you get to live yours. I lived mine missing you, so whatever. He would have power bars in the back of a ship for forty years. Yeah. In reality, he would show up with long hair and long fingernails and look insane like Howard Hughes and just be like, I was a I was a monster forty years. Fuck I wanna fuck your holes and be crazy. Because he's he was by himself. Like, I had to give myself my own pancreatic, you know, surgery yeah. and shit, bitch. You know? I had to drink my own piss for forty years. That's test, what I mean. test my own prostate if you know what I mean. It's fucking mean I, up I, there. I yanked out all my teeth. I had nothing yeah. He would be a fucking creature, like a feral oh creature, goodness. and she would be the two days older. The howlers, they're trying to get me. Yeah. Oh my god. He'd be a lunatic, and she'd be like, "Oh, two days ago, I froze myself." As far as I know. Yeah, I, know. I mean, Tom Hanks was only fucking by himself for five years for crying out loud. Exactly. This, guy, this guy's forty. I mean, he should. So she's his Helen cunt because she's a bitch and throws herself for 40 fucking years. Dark. Well, again, a conversation would have solved this, but they don't, yeah. you know, Romeo One shows dialogue. up. Yeah. Juliet doesn't tell him she used, it was poison on her to fake her own death. And he shows up and thinks she killed herself. So he kills himself. And then she has to wake him and go, bitch, you killed yourself. I'm going to kill myself now for real. Romeo and Juliet. Not her. What? Forever young. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. I called her Sandra Horny in my notes, not Sandra Horny. Because she is all the she has the hot wets for him. She's all over this guy. (laughs) She's so horny for him. They met twice. They had two conversations and she's like, Yep, my whole life. the, The Titanic relationship. He's a famous astronaut, bro. But at least in Titanic, they danced. Dude, she got astronaut. Like, like she she was waking God up damn. more astronaut. So she's yeah, got the and, deep space wet. I see for what him. you did there. <laughs> oh, shenanigans. Oh, I can't. I was like, she should bang him for a couple years into the grave. That was my last note. <laughs> bang him till he <laughs> dies. Move on like Anna Nicole Smith. Just don't die like she did. Change That's his it. diapers. Yeah, change his diapers. Fuck him. You got, we got three years max. This guy's frail. I mean, I, I have a clip from him, I think. You're really quite an incredible man. Burgess Meredith? Maybe the one distinction in my entire life that I knew you. But I knew a man who put such a premium on love. Truly. Truly quite a distinction stands for you. Mm. <clears throat> Ooh. Mm. He did that a lot in the end too. Get up in those guts, yeah. Get up in your. Yeah, because all, 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 all guys, when you get old, you just go. Mm. 
Like fried taters. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the quote right there that got Phoenix all choked up, though. I bet you anything. Yeah, probably. I didn't get choked up this yeah. time because I knew it was going, but definitely, you know, first few times I watched it. Yeah. Just boo hoo 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 hoo. Boo hoo. <laughs> no, I do the. I'm not going to cry. Oh, a little uh, chest pain there. Sorry. You, you do like, uh, man, got something in my eye. Must be the fucking allergies again. Holy shit. Really fucking man. dusty in here. Weird. Uh, anyway, he should fuck her. <laughs> I'm a big softy. I have no shame in that. I really am. But I watched this and I'm like, oh, oh, they should have talked. They should have had a conversation. Why don't you put it in her hole? Which one? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, she better. You know, she had to give him the ass. I mean, something. She. She. Something. She shows up and like, hey, I'm still hot in the exact same memory you have 40 years ago. You got an old well, wrinkled sack. You know, what am I gonna? Honestly, Phoenix though, if she gave it up, up the ass towards the end, she, you know, because women back then all they thought that if they did that, like, like you were married, you know, like where are you going? You. Fuck me in the ass, You're like you know, we're, we're, we're we gotta be together forever, you know. Like that, that was like something you know, women. You know what I'm it wasn't a first date, is what you're saying. It wasn't a. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, she cryogenic herself for him because she gave up the ass to him. You know, it's like they we're going steady in the ass. You know, <laughs> he was going steady in her ass. Steady, women, the ass. you know, like like I gave him the ass, the motherfucker. <laughs> no, he better die in the war. That's the only way that relationship ends. You know what the That's answer it. all this is, right? She, all she needs to do is go put herself back in the cryogenic chamber for another 15, 20 years, find some grandkid of his if he ends up fucking somebody, and just marry that guy. Yeah, Captain America. This. Yeah, Captain Something. America. That bitch. Then, but then he finds a way to time travel to be with your ass. Some convoluted bullshit that marvel came up with whatever uh don't let's not even get down that rabbit hole no speaking of her rabbit hole though she should have given it up that's all i'm saying frank's right steady in the ass (laughs) (laughs) right now yeah i'm not gonna disagree with that she should have done something i love the cardboard sets when they had the radio conversation i don't know if you guys remember that at all it was a short little thing where it's like he's coming back, and it's like cardboard sets, and the guy's on a radio on a desk that's clearly in front of cardboard. This is such a cheap episode. Yeah, but I love there was, it. There was uh, spared at no expense here. As far as cardboard goes. Yeah. <laughs> cardboard and fishing wire to hang his little Jupiter photos up. <laughs> and then completely misconstrue yeah, how Jupiter works. Some big volcanoes. <laughs> One thing I love about gas planets, their volcanoes are amazing. Yeah. Even though they cannot have them. <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> Is there anything else you guys want to say about this episode? Any any parting words of wisdom that we usually do? Any lessons learned? Yeah, I, I this might piss you off, but I think Frank convinced me. I, I think there's problems in this episode that have taking it down a notch for me the more i think about him so nothing nothing you guys want to say about the episode interesting (laughs) i think he has some points he had some good points he does and it's a matter of i would i would say 
say that you know Frank definitely had some points. I, I still enjoyed the episode. I think it was yeah. I, I I don't hate it, but it did bring it down a notch because I'm thinking about. It, I'm like, some bitch. I didn't think about that. What the fuck? Seriously, you know. Yeah, but, but that's why I say like my favorite movies are like hard sci-fi. You know, but that's why I don't like you know Star Trek, Star Wars, all that shit. Like, Fantasy and shit. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, more hard sci-fi shit is like you know I don't I don't care if it's sci-fi, but still right. don't. You can't your brain off. You're like, yeah, your, quest, right? your brain starts asking questions and it it sets off bells and whistles. I totally get that. Yeah. I get it, but it's kind of like a it's it's weird that I feel this way, but also I hate Star Trek Discovery because Star Trek Discovery is all emotion, no science, which I yes. am normally not on board with. But, Not enough problem solving. But when I watch this episode, I go, I ignore that. But when I watch Star Trek Discovery, which is the exact same ratio of science versus uh, emotion, I'm like, fuck this. Like, I get irritated. <laughs> yeah. So I, I get both aspects, Adam. I get why you're kind of on the fence and why you're swayed so easily by it, because it makes sense. The The yeah. science is bullshit in this. But also, it, it like only I took it down a notch for me, though. But like I said earlier, I understand why the science is that way in this episode. They were just so fucking rushed, and they're mm-hmm. at the finish line of the show. I don't, I don't know if CBS announced already they're done, but they were clearly finishing up, and Rod wasn't involved. So I, I, I kind of excuse that. Like right now, Sergeant Discovery is season one and two. That's how they began the show, so it's inexcusable. Yeah. That's the difference. I never watched it. It's terrible. Don't watch it. It's trash. I watched one episode, and that was enough to know that this was not Star Trek whatsoever. I've watched every like, episode. Yeah. It's not worth watching. I watched every episode of a card. Do not watch never, it. It's fucking miserable. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you, 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 it's, it's like a bad relationship. You keep thinking it's going to get better, and then you just you, you, no. you keep getting hurt again and again. That's and Walking again. Dead. Like, nope. That's Walking Dead. It's not a bad relationship. Phoenix is just a masochist. I love the thing. <laughs> I do. He likes to hurt. No, I, he I likes like, to suffer. I like Star Trek. I was telling Jansen I downloaded a Star Trek game on here. I'm like, it's going to be terrible, but I'm looking forward to it. Because <laughs> Leonard Nimoy is involved. My answer, my answer to that was, did you have any doubt that it was going to be terrible? Or? No, I, I know it's going to be bad. It's it's free to play. And I'm like, it's going to be uh, terrible. But that's your first one of those. Yeah. Here we go. I haven't touched it yet. You but. can go faster, Phoenix, if you spend fifty dollars on more, you know, enzyme warp crystals drive. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Would yes. you like warp drive? Fifty bucks. Yeah, only fifty dollars for warp drive. I won't pay a single penny for a game like that. So we'll see how it goes. I'll probably stop playing after fifteen minutes, like uh, Fallout seventy six. <laughs> to stop it's playing about how long that was only because it. you couldn't play it not that it would i played literally oh. 20 minutes of fallout 76 and it updated the servers 15 fucking times and i'm like all right done and i haven't touched it in two years outro done outro yeah go ahead and play the outro and then we'll do our 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 outros and plugs and stuff and get the forgotten fuck out of here space age sorry he's been pushed aside by the flow of progress and the passage of years and the ferocious travesty of fate. Tonight's tale of the ionosphere and irony, delivered from the Twilight Zone. Oh, are we done? And now, Mr. Surly. Next time out on the Twilight Zone, an unusual little item from the pen of Jerry McNeely, based on a story by Henry Slazar, and called intriguingly enough, The Self-Improvement of Salvador Ross. 
This one poses a question. If you don't like what you are, how do you go about changing? Don Gordon portrays a man who really goes the route when it comes to some basic changing, and the results are most unexpected. I have zero memory of the next episode. I don't. I've Doesn't seen sound it. familiar to me. Yeah, me neither. So this will be, you know, I hope you, hope all of us are back next week. Uh, we're gonna do two Twilight Zone episodes next week. We'll do uh, self improvement and Salvador Ross, and we'll also do number twelve looks just like you. Oh, that's a good one actually. So we'll sk- actually we're skipping uh, Tales from the Crypt because we're way the fuck ahead of schedule. Um, yeah, yeah, at least that one's actually pretty decent, and that's I think. Earl Hammy wrote that, and it's like one of the only ones that was worth anything. Charles wrote. Beaumont. Was it? There so he go. was deep in the recessions of this of was his mind know, shattering time. away. Yeah, yeah. It's probably one of the last things he wrote, honestly. I think it was, yeah. But um, check us out next week for those two episodes, and um, I look forward to it. Is there any anything else you guys want to say about this episode? Long do we morrow. want to do scores at all, or? Oh, oh yeah, ratings. Ratings. Yeah, ratings. Yeah. I gave it a nine. I love this episode. I give it an eight. It's got a seven point seven on IMDb. Five. I, I was gonna give it a seven, but the more I think about it, I'm kind of torn between six and seven. Sounds like a six and a half. Yeah, I, I don't know if we do half scores on this show or not. I've yeah. been on the show. I go off IMDb. You get a star. You have one, two, three, four, five. It's all whole numbers. You don't get a half. Okay. So yeah, it's 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 um it's a six unless somebody convinced me otherwise. I, I like the acting. I like the fact that the director did a lot with a very little here. Like yeah. it's not, you know, in the set. But the acting's good. The pacing's pretty good considering it's all about time travel. Uh-huh. But uh, the more I think about it, I'm like, yeah, you're right. This is this is uh, Shakespeare. This is forever young <laughs> i'm gonna say it and it's not far yeah, off. frank's got me convinced when you start thinking about the maths you can't just turn your that part of your brain off so once you call attention to it it's hard not to think about that like oh wow yeah you really didn't put enough effort into it and also i i, I don't think i mentioned it earlier but it's like it's very irresponsible of that progressive astronaut that wants to do one for mankind to generate a, a relationship out of thin air you know, five minutes before he takes off on the most important mission of his life. He shouldn't have done that. He did it and, and you know, yeah. it happened. So I, I, I don't way, know. He was getting fucked over one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah. And then she gets fucked over too because she's wasted her entire life waiting for somebody who's so D. You know, you know, a massive communication breakdown, which is basically what it's about. So I, yeah. I agree with everything except that last sentence. She wasted nothing. He wasted yeah, 40 exactly. years. Okay. Because um, she's two days older. Except if you think about it, now that she's waking up again, she's out of her element. So time will have passed her by. She's going to have to catch up with technology and probably not be able to assimilate herself back into society very easy. Point. So yeah. Either way, my opinion. I mean, he's he's got to deal with that too. You know what I mean? So like, it's minor in her situation because she's still got the rest of her life to figure it out. He's at the end of his. She's still yeah, exactly. She's still young. He has he's elderly and he, he, has he can no... go check into a nursing home and let somebody else wipe his ass. You know, it's, he, like, he didn't he didn't know she was going to do that. So she true. Was, he was going to like she was fucked either way. You know, what I mean? but she I, was either going to you know live out the rest of her life missing him. Right. But 
I don't take it or she's going to freeze himself and he did there we go. and then she can't still she still can't be with him either way she still can't be with him and she's still going to be that age and she's still going to live the rest of her life out missing him she's whatever. fine either way she's fucked she's fine unless they had a conversation i think the opposite i think she's fine she'll figure something out she's young she's maybe she put 20 bucks in the bank she's got all that you know that sort of <laughs> shit so but I, I agree with frank what you said except for the fact that she's fucked I do think, except that's part of it. That's not a, a, a negative against the issue, the, against the episode, though. That is what happened, which I don't hold against the episode because that's the plot of the episode, which I appreciate, and that's why I like it. Right. right, right. The science you can't deny is wrong, but yeah. I don't hold that against the episode. I know why this episode was rushed, and I know all that shit. So that is a contributing factor into what kind of I put in my ignore box. I'm like, all right, that's over here. And I still have an emotional core to this episode, which is mostly all I'm looking for in a Twilight episode. Like, some of the bad ones. Like, like Frank, you didn't really care for a Nightmare as a Child, but I fucking love that episode because it has an emotional core, and it's over here, and the episode has flaws, yes, but I love that fucking episode. I just don't hold the the, the weird shit against it. I, I, I All I want is a character study... Interesting characters, an interesting plot, enough to make me think and not make me go fucking hurry up or I know where this is going. Like, come on. And oh, I, yeah. I didn't feel this I way mean, in this episode. This ep- yeah, like, well, at least this episode had a twist you did not see coming. I'll give it that. I didn't see her, you know, freezing her ass. Nope. Except for the very end where that guy just spills it all out before we get our. Like, it should have been our two main characters getting together at different ages. And, Not just a guy going, hey, he, she's young, you're old. Anyway, here you go. And you're kind of like, oh, I already know this. When you, this is awkward you, now. By the time you see them together, you're like, I already know this. They fucked up the ending. Yeah. It's like they're reading off of cue cards at that point. Yeah. Just get it over with. Just turn on a teleprompter. And it's a wrap. Next episode, start rolling. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's get out of here. Um, until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Frank Links. I'm Jansen Carlin. And I'm Adam Wilcox. See our plugs in the show notes, because we've we gone long, and I want to put them all here. So long, citizens. That's what she said. She said we've gone long? Yeah. What's wrong with her? You're fucking the wrong ladies. <laughs> Need some big bitches. All right, we are offline.